You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. Israel's government voted on Wednesday to back a deal for Palestinian Hamas militants to free 50 women and children held as hostages in Gaza in exchange for a 4-day pause in fighting. The office of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Officials from Qatar which has been mediating negotiations as well as the US Israel and Hamas have for days been saying a deal was imminent Hamas is believed to be holding more than 200 hostages taken when its fighters surged into Israel on 7th October killing 1200 people according to Israeli tallies A statement by the Prime Minister's office said 50 women and children will be released over 4 days during which there will be a pause in fighting. For every additional 10 hostages released, the pause would be extended by another day, it said, without mentioning the release of Palestinian prisoners in exchange. A US official briefed on the discussions had said ahead of the deal that it would include the exchange of 150 Palestinian prisoners. Israel's government is committed to return all the hostages home. Tonight, it approved the proposed deal as a first stage to achieving this goal, said the statement, released after hours of deliberation that were closed to the press. Israel's Senate reported that all but 3 ministers in the far-right Jewish Power Party voted in favor of the deal. The accord will see the first truce of a war in which Israeli bombardments have flattened swathes of Hamas-ruled Gaza, killed 13,300 civilians in the tiny densely populated enclave and left about two-thirds of its 2.3 million people homeless, according to authorities in Gaza. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will host a virtual G20 leaders summit on Wednesday evening to deliberate on the implementation of the Delhi Declaration prior to concluding India's presidency this month, Sherpa Amitabh Kant said on Tuesday. The virtual meeting is expected to see similar attendance of global leaders as seen in the in-person meeting at Bharat Mandapam in New Delhi on September 9th to 10th, Kant added. A virtual summit of the G20 after conclusion of the physical summit was something very rare and rather exceptional as no other presidency held such a meeting to take forward the guidance provided by the participating leaders into action for a just and equitable world Khan said at a media briefing The meeting aims to provide an impetus to implement the Delhi Declaration unanimously agreed upon by all members at the 18th G20 leaders summit held in New Delhi in September The declaration demonstrated the commitment of the G20 leaders to address global challenges in a very ambitious, inclusive, decisive and action-oriented manner, Khan said. The founder of Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, pleaded guilty Tuesday to a felony charge that he failed to take steps to prevent money laundering as the company agreed to pay more than 4 billion dollars following an investigation by the US government. CEO Champeng Zhao pleaded guilty to one count of failure to maintain an effective anti-money laundering program in federal court in Seattle. Binance is a Cayman Islands limited liability company. The plea comes as the company agreed to pay over 4 billion dollars as part of an agreement with the US government, a person familiar with the agreement told the Associated Press. 
The person confirmed the amount on the condition of anonymity ahead of an expected announcement. The charge was similar to practices uncovered after the collapse of the second largest cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, last year. Zhao had previously faced allegations of diverting customer funds, concealing the fact that the company was commingling billions of dollars in investor assets and sending them to a third party that Zhao also owned. US Central Command forces conducted discreet precision strikes against two facilities in Iraq, a statement from the US military said. The strikes were in direct response to the attacks against US and coalition forces by Iran and Iran-backed groups, including the one in Iraq on 21 November, which involved use of close-range ballistic missiles, the statement added. The strike reportedly hit a vehicle belonging to a pro-Iranian group in a convoy traveling through Abu Ghraib, 30 kilometers west of Baghdad. The Pentagon earlier confirmed an attack by Iran-backed militias against US and coalition forces at Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq's western Ambal province. The airbase hosts forces of the Aslid coalition fighting the Islamic State IS, group in Iraq. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder said that the attack resulted in nate injuries and some minor damage to infrastructure. Former India captain Sunil Gavaskar has made an interesting point about Rohit's dismissal. The India captain, facing the second over from Glenn Maxwell had already launched him for a six and a four off the previous two balls, making it a ten run over with three balls to go and Gavaskar feels he could have done without taking any further risks. The wicket spells doom and India ended up with just 240, a target which Australia gunned down, with head adding to the home team's woes by blasting a cracking century as the Aussies cantered home by six wickets and seven overs left. Travis Head's superlative turning and running back catch dashed India's hopes of getting a 300-plus score. That catch dismissed Rohit Sharma who once again stormed his way to another quickfire 40-plus. That wicket fell in the final over of the first power play where there are only two fielders allowed outside the 30-meter circle. He had already hit a 6 and a 4 in the over and was obviously trying to capitalize on the few deliveries left before the power play finished. Was he being too greedy? Could he not have curbed himself since Shubman Gill had already been dismissed? Gavaskar wrote in his column for Sportstar. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Smartcast.com.